0: Come on, you late as usual We got to go I am not always late You gotta make me the late one and And I'm You are. Get in. No. We got to go. People be texting me. Get in. Come on.
1: Let's go. It's time for another episode of Who's Driving. Welcome to Who's Driving. I'm Wesley
0: Turner. And I'm Stephen Merck. We're two best friends and entrepreneurs.
1: Who's Driving is an entertaining look into the behind the scenes of our lives, friendship, and business.
0: These are the stories we share and topics we discuss as two best friends would on a long road trip. Along the way
1: we'll check in with friends and offer a wide range of informative topics centered around running small businesses, social media, and all things home and garden.
0: Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You never know who's driving or where we're headed. All we know is it's always a fun ride.
1: And on this week's episode, we are going to be discussing some social media do's and don'ts around here. And this pertains to, I think it's a fun topic, even Uh if you are not doing social media, even uh-huh. if you're just a viewer, to kind of know some ins and outs and some thought processes
0: behind it. And I'm sure I'm going to get picked on because I break I, I break one of the biggest rules every day. All, all the time you are breaking rules. But and I'm good at made. it. I just need to be consistent.
1: Right. But we've had people who want to get into social media, yeah. like doing it for a job as an influencer yeah. or a creator. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people ask us questions like, you know, a look in, like, kind of behind the scenes and that sort of thing. So, we're going to be talking about that. But before we get there, mm-hmm. question. And this was actually oh. submitted by a viewer, and I. It just came to my mind, so I don't have it written down. But it was something like, if you don't know, Stephen also does real estate. He's mm-hmm. a he. He sells houses on on the side.
0: On the side,
1: we all have our side hustles. You got to
0: have a side hustle.
1: So, they ask, what is the weirdest thing you've seen, like, showing a house or something? Like, have you seen anything weird or maybe spicy or, you know, a, you know, anything too crazy mm. when um, showing a house or going in a house?
0: You know, sadly, I really haven't. Oh, well, that's the, a disappointment. Um, I really haven't. Mm. I mean, I i I would love that one time you thought there was a body in the closet I did one time there was um I was showing a condo, and the people, the owner of the condo would would lived out of state mm-hmm. and would do business in Greenville. I didn't know all this at the time, yeah, no. and had a blow up mattress that they would sleep on in this empty empty condo. Well, they had left the closet door open. And it was wrapped up, and it looked like a dead body. You know, because it wasn't completely lit, and all I could see was, like, it looked like you wrapped up in a tarp. And I was like, oh, my God. Did you, like, freak out for a second? Because you get
1: very spooky in other houses and stuff.
0: Well, you know, you have to be careful with safety. Right. You know, so I, I did get a little creeped out for just a second. I went over and kicked it. But you haven't gone to any,
1: you know, house that has like a stripper pole or no. And I would love that. Something I would enjoy that so much. Like someone has their Mm -mm.
0: whip collection displayed on nothing. Nothing. (laughs) But you know, I bet we have some listeners out there that are realtors and I would love to hear those stories.
1: Oh yes. Are you a realtor and you've gone to someone's house to show it or something and seen something odd? spooky, spicy, whatever, let us know. Give us your best story. You can text or call our hotline 864-982-5029 and it will be down in the show notes. But speaking of spicy, I I guess it's not spicy, but kind of something that you cannot get off your mind. And I know you're dying to talk about it. Oh my gosh, Dragon Con. Dragon Con. So, we were recently, a few weeks ago, in Atlanta for, we went to Market. We were staying at the Marriott. Marquise. Marquise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, And while we were there, they started setting up for Dragon Con. And if you were watching our stories, we were talking about it. And we decided this isn't, like, really our group of people, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, are any of no, you listening? I know they're
0: not my people. But <laughs> I, I'm not... I'm happy they found their group of yeah. people. I think that's really cool actually. Right. Like I've told you, I think that's great they're just not my group. Yeah.
1: So it was really interesting because we when we got there the first day, they had the hotel was completely normal. Mm-hmm. The second day or that night mm-hmm. they started setting up for Dragon Con and it just got uh, like what's going on? What's go what? Mm-hmm. It- and, it, mm-hmm. and then by the time we left, the attendees were arriving. Mm-hmm. So Dragon Con, we had to look it up. It's a, would you call it a festival, a gathering, a convention. Mm-hmm.
0: Is, I guess, it's the largest it. convention in Atlanta. So it's huge. It spans like six or eight hotels yeah. in, Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta. And several buildings, and they
1: have a parade and everything. Mm-hmm. But it goes along with like gaming, art, comic books.
0: Movies.
1: Everything and a little, I think, like cosplay
0: gets thrown in there Mm -hmm. sort of situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, there are men walking around like dressed normal wearing pink tutus. Yeah. And then there'll be somebody like dressed up like in a complete Scooby-Doo costume. Or whatever comic Whatever, anything. It could be anything. The last day we were there,
1: we left the day before. Before it was actually starting, so but people were rolling in. I mean, the lobby was packed, and they were bringing in like carloads of costumes and wigs and Mm
0: -hmm. props. And I've never seen anything like it. I mean, a drag show had got nothing on (laughs)
1: this. I mean, seriously.
0: And and my question is, and if you're out there listening, please let us know. And again, we are not saying this in a judgy kind of way. It's I find it it very interesting. Yes. Yes. It
1: was very fascinating because it's this whole community kind of its own world. Yeah. Of dressing up like characters and the comic and the gaming. And see I'm not into I was never into gaming. Um, I mean, we had an
0: Atari back I in the loved <laughs> Atari. We had a Nintendo. See, that was past me. See, I stopped at Atari. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I just don't under, I don't, my brain doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, my, I just have questions. And, I, you know, normally, like, we were there for a furry convention one time. And right. I went up and, and, and did my interview with those people. And I would wish I had interviewed some of those people because I want to know, what do you do for a living? Yeah.
1: Where do you well, work? Well, I mean, I think it's just all I, don't I think know. it's all walks of life, I, but it's just I don't their know hobby.
0: I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay,
1: next year, let's go to it to watch and record and, and do some interviews. interviews. Yes. Like from an outsider perspective, yeah. tell us about you, what what you have going on. We here. could go to market the same time, but just back it up a day. Yeah, and we would be there for one day of the convention. Yeah, we only need we only, only need, need like
0: two hours. And all we need we don't have to go into the convention part. All we need no, to just, do is walk around the hotels. Yeah, and ask questions. Yeah, and we'll do we'll record it podcast on the go. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love it. That would be fun. It's very interesting because it would to be me.
1: interesting because we
0: saw like. Ken and Barbie it was a lot, and and it was interesting because the, I would say they were in their late forties or early fifties, but he had like the hair, he had a wig on, mm-hmm. and it was like the hair of a twenty-year-old, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. Hair, blonde hair, and his body was chiseled, but he was petite man, right. but perfect. He looked like a a Ken, yeah and and his wife or partner whoever she was looked like she popped out of a cardboard box like a Barbie doll yeah it was like they you can tell they lived to be Ken and Barbie right so my question like him like
1: what procedures have you had done like was that his natural body tone
0: or has he had procedures have you always it? been a fan of um Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Like, is that. And you remember the guy that I can't remember his name that looked like a Ken doll? Yeah. We met him at market several years ago. Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah. The guy I that forget. had all of his. Uh, the After one that's it. been on several
1: shows mm-hmm. that had mm-hmm. all those. Uh, so let us know. Or I mean, maybe Dragon Con is your thing. Did you attend? What was the highlight? And what do you do? What do they do all weekend? I know they have a parade and mm-hmm. they have booths, but I don't know what the booths are I just want to know all about
0: it. I want to know all about it. So and- if you were there, or if you... Would like to go there. Let us know. And some people go really all in and do body modifications. Like That's one, what I'm saying. One lady like, had the biggest breast implants I think I've ever seen. Well, and they were hanging to her waist. Well, there was no it looked th- like they were going to fall off. Well, I mean, she would have had to have rebar to hold those things <laughs> up. They were like two watermelons, and she was very small framed. I mean, but they looked like summer
1: squash because they were like. <laughs> I mean, they were about to rip off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, And that was was in her shirt. Like, she had a shirt on. Yeah, it was like. So, it was a very fascinating group. And look into this, like, I mean, we're not talking like just a few people.
0: Like, this was a major event. It's the largest convention that Atlanta hosts. It was huge. And it's everything from like 18 year olds to men that appear to be 50s. 60s, oh, I'm sure there's
1: all, all, all walk gay,
0: straight, age, and everything. Yeah. You name it. Mm-hmm. It's there. Yeah. But I, I want to know more. So
1: if you're, if you're, well, I do know that it's Labor Day weekend every year. So next year we'll, um, we have to do it we'll bump it up a day and we'll yeah
0: or back a day or whatever we've got to and get we'll our there mobile, a mobile mic uh-huh we've got to get mobile mics and because these people are if you're nice to they, you they're can, very nice you can
1: have the mic and i'll video record it too yeah. and then we can yeah because you like
0: in, you could. i'm not gonna walk up and ask mm, i know mm, i would yeah Mm-mm. yeah but it is um and again i'm not I'm not saying it from a judgy standpoint at all. I think it's great that all those people with that same interest found one another. It's no different than racing cars or yeah, football or anything else. Yeah. It's just I've never seen that many interesting people in one place. And they all kind of have the same, like, look, persona or something. Yeah, same vibe.
1: Okay, moving on from that, we're going to make you go. This just popped in my head. <laughs> Kind of goes along with what I'm going to say. Um, I saw this on, I think this was on some social media, probably TikTok or something like that. I had never thought about this or heard this, but maybe you're like this. Did you know, like if I say, close your eyes and picture an apple, can you picture an apple or Mm-mm. is it just black? It's just black. That's a thing. I thought everyone could picture, like, are you serious? Like, if you can't really picture an apple? Like, the person was saying, Mm -mm. I never understood when people said, picture this in your head.
0: Like, I can picture, I can picture, I can think of what it looks like, but I can't picture it. Picture an apple. I mean, an apple's an apple.
1: I know, but like, I'm just saying anything in your head, picture an airplane. Well, if you close your eyes and picture an airplane, can you see an airplane? Can you, Did your mind see it? airplane? Do you know what an airplane looks like? Not really. Oh, it doesn't really know, work. And I'm creative. Yeah. See, I thought that was weird because I can picture it and I'm dyslexic. We've talked mm-hmm. about that before, or maybe we haven't, but I've mentioned it. And one thing that I didn't learn until recently that is normal is a lot of dyslexic people can picture things almost like 3D. Like if you take an Ikea, this is a good Way to describe mm-hmm. it. If you take an IKEA piece of furniture mm-hmm. and laid all the pieces out in front of me, I can picture what that all those pieces are supposed to look like, and that's how I know. And you put stuff together like you, right. really well. That's how I know how to put things together. I can physically picture that piece of all those pieces as the 3D version of what they're supposed and to. And see,
0: do. I can't do that, but what I can do is walk into a room and picture. Well, the way I see the room, yeah, and I know that sounds weird. You can project the picture. I can project it, but I can't like look at something like that. And In your- I can't describe it. This does it I make just sense?
1: Everyone pictured. The things in their head.
0: I mean, I walk into a room and I'm like, okay, I I, I see this here, and I'm I'm picturing a, a general layout of what right. I want to see. But you're picturing like the room is a canvas, and what yes, you, and you can
1: see how you want it to look when it's done. Yes, which yes. a lot of people can't do. That's why a lot of people can't decorate.
0: And I can do that with design, like right? With arrangements, with flowers, I can do all that. Yeah. But as far as if you sit me down and tell me to close my eyes and picture an apple, hell no. I mean, I can't. That's random.
1: It is. There's a name for it. Like, different levels. Like, some people can picture, like, close your eyes, it's dark, you can picture an apple, there's an apple sitting in your head. Like, a picture of an apple.
0: But see, I feel like the challenge is because I'm so ADD. But you see, you're very ADD, and you can do it. Yeah. But see, with with my with the dyslexia,
1: I can picture, like I said, a 3D, like if I see all the pieces laid on the floor and I know this is supposed to be a cabinet, I can picture exactly what it's supposed to be. And I can say, oh, this short piece needs to go on this side because it's going to make this piece of the furniture. Or yeah, you've always been
0: able to do that.
1: Without reading any mm-hmm. directions or anything and can put it together. That's just so, I just had never thought about that.
0: And you were that way because you're pretty self-taught with like plumbing and electrical. Yeah, because I visualize it, and it makes sense. I'm Mm -hmm. like,
1: oh, this has got to go to there. It goes to here. These Mm -hmm. connect, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And it just... Because Daniel's always asking me that. Like, how did you know to do that? How did you know to do that? Like, we went to the um, Florida house not too long ago, and the shower door, the I track... I called you. I said, should I... The track I, was yeah. messed up. I, I forgot said, do,
0: I said, do you want me to put in a work order? How, would, or would I'm not going to figure... I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a handy person like that. And you said, no, let me look at it. So I go there. Well, first off, I forgot
1: that it <laughs> was falling off the track, and it nearly fell on Daniel's foot. And I was like, oh, yeah, Stephen told me I was supposed to fix that. And I told him I would look at it. And um, then... I'll, I immediately was like, let me look at it. And I was like, oh, yeah, just grab me a fl- uh, a screwdriver and this hooks under there. I think if I loosen these screws, I can adjust it like this and it'd be fine. And I fixed it literally in like mm-hmm. five minutes. And yeah. Daniel was like, how did you know how to do that? That's not
0: even like a shower door we mm-hmm. have or had. And I was mm-hmm. like,
1: oh, it just makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. See, my, my tool of fixing that's the telephone. <laughs> Calling someone. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, because Dylan's parents stayed in that bedroom Mm -hmm. and used that bathroom and it fell off and almost broke his foot. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, Mm. sorry. We probably should get that fixed. It's like, sorry. Sorry about your foot.
1: Don't worry. I said,
0: I'm glad it was your foot and not another. (laughs) Not someone else's.
1: Yeah, it's fixed. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That was just something I thought of. I was surprised because I visualize, I'm very visual and I visualize.
0: Everything. No, know, I get electrical, and I can change out, you know, lights and yeah, um, switches and all that, but I don't like to. I think I, because, you know, and I've told, you. yeah, because of my grandmother getting <laughs> electrocuted in front of me at two years old. You know, some things stick with you. <laughs> you got to tell that story. I think I told it on here, didn't I? I don't think so. Did you? Have you talked about your grandmother getting
1: electrocuted? I don't think well, so. She
0: didn't die, thank goodness. She yeah. lived a lot. She lived to be almost ninety. Um, but she was making me rice with butter, mm-hmm. and I was in my high chair. Yes, I remember it because no one else was there, and I remembered it all. And I verified it with my grandmother, and she's like, "How did you remember that?" And I was like, "Well, I guess I was so traumatized." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the. Refrigerator was not grounded or the stove wasn't. They were side by side. My grandmother just had her left hand on the range Mm -hmm. where she was cooking, you know, by coincidence, and grabbed the refrigerator door to get the butter. Completed the circuit? Completed the circuit, she did. And my grandmother wore, around the house, she wore (laughs) these (laughs) moo-moos, and she wore these red wedge... House shoes, house slippers, uh-huh. but they were heels. Yeah. They were little wedges. Little kitten heels. Yeah. No, they were wedges. Uh, they were bigger than kitten heels. Okay. And she, so it started like shocking her. Mm-hmm. It was started running through her, and she smart enough. My grandmother was smart, and she kicked herself off of the appliance. Yeah. But I can remember. Um <laughs> the oh I can God. remember how the scary, red though. shoes yeah. being strewn about the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And at that time I could I called her mama. Mm-hmm. But at that time I could not even say mama. That's how little I was. Yeah. And I was looking over the high chair saying, Ma, you okay? Ma <laughs> and I I rehashed this to my grandmother one day. We were talking about it. And I said, Well, I remember where I was sitting in the high chair. Yeah, she said yes, and I said you had on your red house slippers. She said yes, and I remember you laying in the floor, mm-hmm. and she said yes, and she said you were saying "ma, ma," <laughs> and I and I guess the only reason because I don't remember a lot from that age, but I guess right. it was traumatizing enough, right, that I could remember it. It burned into your brain yeah so you know i'm a little i'm a little antsy it when it comes, comes to
1: electrical
0: yeah, you know <laughs>
1: that's too funny okay i have it sub- it
0: didn't kill my grandmother though but it did yeah. burn her feet and hands were burned yeah like charred i have another subject i want to bring okay. up because i was st- why are we are we in our sexy voice now
1: well, yeah, I don't know how it's going to go with you because I hadn't told you I wanted to bring it up, but I was thinking about mine the other day. What is because I know yours, but I'm going to see what you bring up. What is your most memorable, like worst customer encounter? Like, Ooh,
0: well, like I'm, you as a owner and a customer. Mm, okay, first of all, yeah, I'm very proud, and let me say this, I. Have a very 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 bad temper, but I go to the nth degree with for everyone customers. for customers for people in general. Yeah, but customers get a little extra because you know they they pay my paycheck. Right, so um, that matters to me. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, we love our customers, yes. but you know, well- I I love ninety. Ninety-eight percent of all of our customers, mm-hmm. I love, I mm-hmm. genuinely like and right. love and care about them. Um, but you know, you, there's there's that other two percent. Well, what happens
1: is, just like anything, I feel like in life, you find, and this is a good thing for small businesses or going into social media. We're going to talk about you find your customer, and your customer find you, mm-hmm. finds you, and you literally, legitimately connect. You have a relationship. You have a relationship. And you know, some of them are different with each person, but you know, you might just be on a hey, how are you? But you recognize their Mm -hmm. face or whatever. But there's there becomes this natural level of connection and trust. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is my favorite garden store and they always, you know, do things right. Or this is my home store and they always do things right. Or this is social media and Wesley always does this. Or Mm -hmm. I always order from an online store. I know if something comes in broken, they're going to make it Mm -hmm. right. Okay? Mm -hmm. But then you get those people who are not... Your people. Your people. Mm -hmm. They are not your people. Never going to be. They're never going to be, and you are never going to connect. So... In that instance, the customer is not always right. Mm-mm. And as business owners, it is much easier to make a ha- a customer happy and retain a customer than get a new customer. So like you're saying, we will go way beyond mm-hmm. to make a customer happy. We try to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's no making a customer happy. Well,
0: I have two of those situations. I have right. one McDonald's and one garden store. Yeah, I'm hoping the garden store is the one that I think it might be. Well, the McDonald's one. Because I have a garden store one, too. Well, we'll t- I'll tell the garden store second. The okay. first one was McDonald's, and it was in the first McDonald's that I bought. Okay. And I worked there a lot because I was broke, as I, we've gone through and other. <laughs> right. So, um, I was working 14, 16-hour days, and pr- my fuse was probably a little shorter and it should have been, but, you know, in this case, it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady, and I'm using that term, very generous. <laughs> <laughs> she came in from the drive-thru. I don't know if there was a pickle on her cheeseburger or what her devastating issue was, but right. it was earth-shattering. Um, And she came in and was complaining. And so I was, you know, bending over backwards Right. You know, taking it up the tush to make her happy. Whatever it takes. Let me give you the keys. Do you want the bank back? Whatever, you know. Yeah. And this woman, more like an animal, would not shut up.
1: Okay, can I interject something here?
0: Or should I do it after your story? You can
1: do it now. Because as a customer, or on the other end as us, because I don't know where the story's going. But the weirdest thing to me, and this is when you know they're not your people. If you make a mistake, like I'll use um, the nested fig before, you know, no one's perfect. Things Mm -hmm. are going to happen, especially when you got lots of employees Mm -hmm. and things coming and going and lots of customers Mm -hmm. and lots of business. But for example, if you ordered an orange stem online at the nested fig and you get a green one and you contact us and say, hey, you sent me the wrong thing. And then we will say oh, I'm so sorry about that. You can keep that one or give it to a friend and we're going to send you the new one. Like the situation has been corrected. Mm -hmm. But the people who are not your people go on
0: and on. Well, how how
1: could this have happened? I'm so disappointed.
0: I'm so devastated. Uh, This ruins my Christmas.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to have the new one in two (laughs) days. Like it is going out today. (laughs) Like it is not...
0: Calm down. that big
1: of a deal. Like, it just baffles me when you didn't have to do anything to have it corrected except for to notify us. And we're Mm -hmm. right on it. It's not like we made you wait two weeks and then we, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, literally, I have answered people Mm -hmm. like they've sent the email, how devastated they are, you know, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry to hear this. We will have a replacement out tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then they email like three more times. How disappointed they are! How could this have happened? Like what how, do
0: you? What more validation do you need? We screwed up, right?
1: Or it got broken, and we're sending you a new. Like, shit we're not, happens. I know, but anyway. So, that's so
0: and that was, I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know. Heaven forbid, she got a pickle on our cheeseburger or something. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy, right? It was a little mess. And I know, you know, I don't remember all the details, but I know my norm and I would have probably replaced it. I probably gave her a refund, you know, yada, 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 kissed her ass. And it was just going nowhere. And I, it was in January. So I had very few employees there and I was actually working on the front counter myself Mm -hmm. and she would not go away. Like I had tried to end this like 20 times, like. We're done. You know, there's nothing more I can do. Do you want to shoot me? Yeah. And um, so another very nice customer was walking in, business lady. And this animal just kept sitting (laughs) there, you know, and I... Mouthing. Mouthing and mouthing and mouthing. And so I was just trying to to take the attention from her and give it to this normal, nice, polite customer. So I took my right hand and I put it in her face. Like, to stop talking? <laughs> to stop talking? And like, I talk tur- to the hand? Yeah, and then I turned my hand and started speaking to the customer. I was like, hi, how are you? Can I help you? And just kept holding my hand up to her face like I'm not listening. Yeah. And she got really mad and stormed <laughs> out, and the other customer... Chuckled and I, as did I, and she. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! She called eight hundred number. Okay, FYI for everybody out there, those eight hundred numbers are pointless. It exactly. just goes to the owner. It was uh, it was like ding on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I see it and immediately, you know, I hit call the customer. Okay,
1: so when they call an eight hundred number, do you get a voicemail? Is it like a voice recording?
0: Um, we can get we can access both. We can hear the customer. Complaint. complain we can call in and actually hear the that's really good when they're really just unhinged crazy person it's yeah. fun to listen to that yeah you know cuz they're just <gasps> right and then you get you just and then you get one that's just printed out yeah. of what was said you know kind of like a report a summary so i i called this heathen and i was like hey you just uh this is you know, this is Stephen Merck, the owner. You just uh, filed a complaint on the 800 number. Yes. Your manager, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, ma'am, that was me. <laughs> and she was like, "That went dead silent. Wow. Well, I said, that was me, and you're no longer allowed on my property, and you can mm-hmm. take your business somewhere else. Yeah. Because I don't have time for this. Yeah. And then I said, click. And that was it? That was it, but... You know, she was like, I'm sure she still thinks about it when she drives by. McDonald's. Did she ever come back in? Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know? Mm-hmm. Not that I know of, but okay. you know, after you make me that mad, I'll have your asshole out of there. Right, so don't. That's kind of like my yeah. story. Yeah. And then
1: <clears throat> at the garden store. Let me tell my garden okay, store. Okay. You tell me. 'Cause this is what made me think about it. So I had you know this story. I mean, this is it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Because this would have been um we had an outdoor area, but I was working on it. So this would have been like two thousand twelve. 13 somewhere around there so we had we because it was in our early days because we had just moved recently to our new location and that was mm-hmm. kind of like starting up you know it was still growing and then we were having our outdoor area but i can remember it was at the beginning of our outdoor area because i was outside working on it when this customer came in so we had this customer lady loosely called lady <laughs> heifer uh, <laughs> and we hope you're listening yeah oh gosh um but anyway, so she came in prior. We do custom arrangements, you know, flower arrangements and potted arrangements. So she came in. She lived in one of the fancy neighborhoods near our store. And she's having a party. And she needs all these arrangements done for her party. And I'm like, yeah, we do, you know, do that. And she wanted potted arrangement. So this was like, you know, two weeks before a party or something. So then she comes and drops off all of her containers or whatever and um I do them all and it's like a Carla I mean we're talking probably like I don't know 10 arrangements I just remember it was around like two thousand dollars 2500 which is Ooh, that's, a big, that's, a that's, that's a a, a, a order, lot that's a big order a lot of work well this woman mm-hmm. where the complaint starts so she had her party and then she came back in the Monday after the weekend. Well, I need this when I mean. Let me remind you. She told me what to put in the things in there. I need this taken out of this arrangement. It's I'm. I think I'm allergic to this flower. Well, okay, it was like a calancho that has no poll. There's nothing to be allergic. You're not to. allergic, right? So then she brought all of them back. I I just I'm allergic to all of these plants. Well, no, no heifer, you're not. You had your party. <laughs> You had your arrangements done. You wanted to impress your friends, and now you want your money back because you don't want these things Mm -hmm. after you've had them for a week. And Mm -hmm. you know, and people do that. Yes, and people will do that. I was pissed because she did it over a couple of days, like kind of in stages. Phases, phases, and then I was like no, I'm not giving you your money back. Like, you're not allergic to these green plants. That's not a thing. Like and Most you of them were green plants. Green indoor plants. We're talking things that don't have pollen. There's nothing to be like, if you're allergic to these, how are you walking around outside? <laughs> you would be dead. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Situation. Yep. And it went on and on and on. And she kept harassing me. And saying who she was going to call, and she's going to do who, this, she is, and and who, who she is, and who she is, and I got this, and I live here, and whatever. <laughs> so she finally broke me down because I was like, "What am I going to do?" I mean, this went on for days, and so and she would come. I was I can remember because, like I said, we were working on the outdoor area getting the fence up, and she would come out there. And oh, just, it lingered
0: like uh, a bad cold. Oh my god, just on and on.
1: So finally. I was like, okay, the only way you're going to make this go away is to give her her money back. So I go in and I'm like, uh, okay. So let me just get this right because I want this to, I, I, I pulled the nice car. I said, so let me get this right. So you just want to return all these plants. You're going to bring back in your containers. We'll take everything out of your containers and we'll repot it into little plastic pots for us. And then I'll just return all of the all that money to you for the, yes, that's, I just can't have these plants. I'm like, okay, okay. So we did that. She brought in all her stuff. So it was time for her to come back and pick up her containers. So she comes in and I'm like, we got all your containers cleaned up. Here they are. I was like, let me just refund this. And I mean, I'm being like really nice and I printed out and I'm like, okay, Here's your refund. Here's the breakdown. Does that look correct to you? Yes. Thank you so much. That looks great. I was like, okay, you just need to sign right here, whatever. So she signs it. And as soon as she signs it, I rip the receipt out of her hand. And I'm like, listen here, you bitch. <laughs> and I lay into her and I'm like, I have never been taken advantage of like this. And you... Are standing there taking advantage of me, and you had those for your party, and now you want to bring them back, and you're acting like you're somebody and can afford something, and you didn't, and I laid into her, and there were, I mean, there were customers in the store, it and it didn't everything. matter who was, it in there. did not matter. I mean, that is probably one of the top five most unglued I've ever come and especially on a customer's top one and then she that heifer was like wow I mean, I would still like to be able to shop here. And I was like, no, don't ever come back in here. And I said, if you ever even touch my doorknob, no. I'll call the police so quick <laughs> it'll make your head spin. And she was <laughs> like, shocked. Do you know that heifer still called? I saw, she called an employee. I, s- I saw this container in there I really want. Do you think I could pay over the phone and you could bring it out to me? I didn't know that. Yes. I was like, no, I don't <laughs> want anything to do with you, your money, your credit card,
0: nothing. You were meaner than I was. Well, I think on both on both stories. Oh well, it was. Yeah,
1: I mean, I literally cussed her out from head to toe.
0: Oh, I remember.
1: And, yeah, so that was mine. Well, and no one's pushed me that what that that far in a long time. I try to like not
0: <laughs> not be as it involved. No. It's not even worth it.
1: No, but that was okay. The thing was. That was when we were a lot smaller. I had worked overtime, stayed late to get to make it happen. To make it happen, we only it was like me and one designer at the time. And so this was a large order, didn't want to take away from
0: other customers, and yeah, that money it, was a big deal.
1: Yeah. That was a, that was a big sale and a big deal. Um especially back then and to have someone blatantly steal. That's what it was. Yeah. Take advantage of you. In that form, to your face, it's kind of hard not to
0: like lose it on mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. for that. Well, mine was kind of the same. And I don't first. really... I, just for the record, I don't regret it. No. no
1: it's, it's fine.
0: No, we should... There's
1: That's a- when you know, going back, you find your people. Like, that was never going to be my people. Uh-uh. That was never going to be my customer. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She was going to be that kind of customer that returned everything Every time. Everything was gonna be a problem. Everything was gonna be a problem. She was gonna return it every time something happened. We have another we have mm-hmm. another customer like that mm-hmm. too.
0: But let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Um, well, mine was similar. It was at the garden store and we had had a sale. Yes. And these these lovelies came and um mother and daughter. Uh, this is the one I was hoping you'd
1: see. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they um did a very large purchase of items on sale after the season at 40% off, mm-hmm. which we, as you're aware, those sales are final. right? And so they decided to drive. They lived an hour away mm-hmm. and drove it back and was not happy with. in it, uh, it was that plus an arrangement they were not happy with.
1: So, wait, what were they? They weren't happy they were, with?
0: They were They were not happy with an arrangement that one of the designers did. Yeah. A faux arrangement. So, that was one thing. Well, And then they had brought back all of this stuff. That they had bought on sale. Yes. Because they probably bought it right before
1: the mm-hmm. holiday was over. Because we, like, say Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what holiday it was. But, like, a Christmas one. We'll start our mm-hmm. Christmas sale the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, then some people will try to buy it. And then they'll try to return their mm-hmm. Christmas merchandise decor after
0: the holiday because, again, they're done with it. And these, these were just rubbing me the wrong way from the get-go. And I—first <laughs> of all, the arrangement was things that they had picked out right. for the arrangement. We didn't say it would look good. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Right. Right. And then you're going to come back because it's not right. Well, you didn't want us to pick it out, you know, because we would have done it right. But anyway, mm-hmm. with a smile, I refunded that. The basket. Refunded that and... Or the arrangement. The arrangement. Yeah. And the basket they had bought, they wanted to keep the basket. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right. So I refunded that. And then they had these other items that they... Wanted to return, and I said, you know, this is not our policy, Mm -hmm. but I will give you credit for the sale items that you're bringing back months later Mm -hmm. that are not returnable, and I'll give you credit on a gift card.
1: Right. So instead of giving them money back, you were going to give them gift cards. I said I'm not, yeah. the merchandise that should have never been returned in any form anyway. Correct.
0: Okay. And I was kind of firm with it, but nice and polite. Mm -hmm. Well, then— it was all fine, And we all go back to work. And then they were like, Steven, this customer's back. Yeah. They had sat out in the parking lot for like 20 minutes, festering over this. Yeah. Smoldering out there because they didn't get their way. Yeah. Came back in and said, well, your policy's not posted. I said, first of all, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's right there. Well, we couldn't see it. Well, that's not my problem. Yeah. It's and, right I mean, there. It was clear as day on the wall. We, they wanted a credit on their charge card. Yeah. And I said they were looking for money, money. And I was like, "I hear you, but what I'm telling you is, I've already, you know, neg- I've already bent the rule, the rule. And I'm, I'm doing this for you, but I'm not going to do that. And it went on and on and on and on. It was just like needling me, right? That's how
1: poking you know, the bear, right?
0: Poking the bear, poking the bear, and then in one split second, the bear let loose. And I had the gift cards in my hand and it was a I, door basket. It was a door basket and gift cards. And I had the gift cards in one hand, a door basket in the other. And I said, What you're gonna get are these gift cards, and I slammed them on the counter and and in your damn basket and you can get the hell out of here. And I threw the basket in the parking lot. Uh, right. <laughs> What you just opened the door. I opened the door and threw the basket into the parking lot. And the employees had never, because we do not act that way. Right. That's very, very, very rare. They had never seen me like that. And everybody everybody was like quiet as little mice. And then I was like, it's okay. I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, wow we've never seen you like that. And I was like, well, you've never seen an asshole like they were. Yeah, But it was really, it was really, they were wacky. Yeah. And then. Well, <laughs> there's more to the story that you got There's really picture. not more to the story. That is the story. In a,
1: well, when you called me and told me the story, you also told me <laughs> that one of the people, I guess mm-hmm. the one you were hollering at, mm-hmm. had one leg. She had a
0: wooden leg. She had two legs. One was wooden.
1: And then you done threw her stuff out in the parking
0: lot. Listen, I am sorry. She has one leg. I mean, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I had taken all I could take mm-hmm. and I'd given all I could give. And that was it. That was it. Mm, I can, but I wish i had been there for that. But, but they obviously were insane. Yeah. Because um, a family member came and actually talked to me and apologized. Right, yeah. Uh, Within 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And they were like, we're so sorry. We hope we can still shop here. And I'm like, absolutely, absolutely. They're like, you know, I could tell that they were embarrassed. Embarrassed. And I'm like, it is fine. I'm like, and you know, because they shop with us. And I'm like, you know us. Yeah. You know we're nice people. You know, and they're like, absolutely. Yeah. So that made me feel they so understood. much better. They they completely would have done that themselves. Okay. <laughs> I think they would have probably ran them over. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. That's, so
0: it sounds like we're a horrible customer service but that we, is we only three incidences and we And th- for and, me in 30 years.
1: Yeah, and we deal with hundreds of customers. So we're not bad people. If you had no. any we try to go over and beyond. Yeah. And beyond to beyond for that to make everything right cuz we want you to be Obviously, we want you to
0: continue to shop
1: with us and, and be, be happy. happy. Yeah. So,
0: it, but no some benefits. people don't want to. They come in not happy. They're not going to be happy with nothing. Never going to be
1: happy. Mm-hmm. Ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. You know, another place I learned that is with Airbnb. You get, you know, those mm. customers, and we've done a whole segment on Airbnb and how great it is. And it is great. It is. We have very few problems, but occasionally you get that customer. This is what I learned because it used to kind of, I won't say affect me, but I would try to bend over backwards. In the beginning, everything, right. You know, oh my Mm. gosh, they're not having, something's not right. They're not, some customers, Airbnb stays, could be whatever, you know, you're renting on, never going to be happy. That's who they are. So you can't make them happy. So what I learned a long time ago is unless it's a legitimate complaint, Hey, we got here, and something has happened. And then I'm like, okay, I'm on it. I need to get it fixed. I'm on that. If it's anything else, I ain't worried about it. They can chat. They can send messages. One, there's ne- you're never going to make them happy. Mm-mm. They're never going to leave you a good review. Mm-mm. You're never going to resolve the situation. Mm-mm. And it just goes on and on. Because in the beginning, hey, we, we used to... It's me. Yeah.
0: It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> You know, <laughs> That's how they do. Yeah. In the beginning, we both went mm-hmm. over. Oh my gosh. You know, there was a wrinkle on the sheet. We've got to give them their cleaning feedback. We can, what can we do? Can right. we come there and cook you dinner? I mean, we went over and beyond. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then they would give, leave us a two star review after we, refunded all their money and yeah.
1: like did everything and I'm like And it would be something so stupid. Dumb. Like so stupid.
0: And then and then um you would have someone that had a major problem. Yeah. A legitimate like something that we can't control. Like I don't know power outage or yeah. what or something crazy. And they're the nicest, yeah, most wonderful people. I know. And you know the last time I had a big issue was when my washer and dryer in Hilton Head went out. Yeah. And I had the new one mm-hmm. delivered, but it wouldn't fit into the closet area. Mm. so it was sitting in the dining area when and there was nothing we could do like right at that time because we were not we didn't realize we were going to have to take door frames down right. And this little girl
1: mm-hmm.
0: called, and it was just like that was college kid world, yeah <sighs> we could, and I said, you know. I mean, it went on and on and on. And I was like, here's the deal that will be put in tomorrow, you know, and they didn't, they weren't even there long enough to even need a washer dryer. It was just that it bothered them. And, you know, I hung up and I said, you know, I am never going to make them happy. Right. So I went and refunded their stay and And called them out. Yes. And I said, this is just not going to work for us. And you have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. And then she was like, ah, No, it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. No 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 no, 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 no. It is not fine. No, you need to roll on down the road, sweetheart. <laughs> it is not fine because you better get out or I'll drive down there and drag you out.
1: <laughs> and you would just yes. for principle. In yes. front of it. Okay. We got to get into today's topic. We're going to have to, we have gotten on a little whole session. Well, we're going to have to do a part two we may okay so we were gonna give you some social media do's and don'ts so i think we'll stick with kind of we'll see okay this all started because i want to i'm in the process hopefully by the time this comes out i have done it i want to change my instagram handle I started as Farm Shenanigans on Instagram, and that's probably where many of you have found mm-hmm. me. So, I'm changing my handle, doesn't change my content, I'm getting asked why, the whole thing. So, I thought this is the perfect time, because we do get asked, or specifically I do, if someone's wanting to start out, how do you get started, mm-hmm. like naming, and that sort of thing, so... That's what I thought.
0: No one can spell shenanigans.
1: Right. So there's a few things. (laughs) The reason why I want to update my name from Farm Shenanigans. And it goes back to when I started Instagram, I had no intention. I mean, I didn't even know you could get a following on Instagram when I started it. It I had no intention of using it, you know, as a creator and as part of our business and that sort of thing. So we were moving to the farm and I just wanted a fun name and we were going to be renovating the farm. I knew we'd have farm animals. So Farm Shenanigans was born. And I have loved that name because it fits. But then as we've done renovations and moved on, and now that we, you know, in the past few years, we have our online store and I'm, you know, showing things from that. I'm showing things at our warehouse. I'm doing little cooking things or arranging with flowers or decorating or whatever. I feel like, a couple of things has happened. One, some people see farm in the name and they think it doesn't relate to them. So, mm-hmm. I want it to be, you know, a more broader appeal, you know, because mm-hmm. those are our customers and we want new customers. So, I want to ditch the farm name because it's so much more than farm. It's not just about us on the farm. In our-
0: it's not farm or farmhouse or anything. Right. It's not about that.
1: The other thing <laughs> is when I'm out and talking to people, oh, I love following you at farmhouse shenanigans. Well, it's there's no house in my name, which is fine if you... I don't care if you mess it up. But what I know happens is you're like, oh, you need to follow Wesley at Farmhouse Shenanigans. And that's not, there is a Farmhouse Shenanigans, but it's not me. And you lose followers. And you lose followers. And then the other thing is shenanigans. No one, including myself, can
0: spell shenanigans Mm -hmm. right off the bat. I'm like, I'll see someone. Oh, you need to follow me. I don't even know why you pick shenanigans, because I know when you picked it, you couldn't spell it. (laughs)
1: It was a fun name. Shenanigans, farm it, shenanigans, I agree, shenanigans but you, on the farm. it
0: should have clicked with you even right. then. You know, I can't even spell this word.
1: Yeah, because I have to say it out now. Like, shenanigans. I, I say said like g- if n- you... A-N-I-G-A-N-S. Yeah, I have to like do it. But anyway, so that's the thought process behind wanting to change my name. But what I thought is that really leads into if you are thinking about getting on social media, doesn't matter what platform it is, or if you are um, changing your name, it's almost like the same thoughts of when we talked about naming your business. Sort of Mm -hmm. situation. The only thing different is it's acceptable and normal for people to use their name, like Wesley, in their handle on social media. Mm -hmm. We talked about you kind of want to steer away from that when you're doing a Mm -hmm. small business like a retail store or whatever. This is different. This is a little
0: bit different. And you have to be careful, too, because even with my handle, and you and I came up with mine, Keeping Up With Steven, which I really like, but there's no G. on. It's just keeping. Right. And... I know that costs me followers. Right.
1: So that's what I was going
0: to get to is
1: if you're coming up with a name for your social media handle and you want to do it as a job or as a creator or influencer and get discovered, think about how does it sound to other people if you are just saying it? You can't look at it from in print is what I'm saying. Because, like, yours is keeping up with Steven. We don't realize how many times for social media you just say that, like right here on the podcast hey, follow me at keeping up with Steven, then. How do you, do you say it's keeping up with Stephen with no G uh-huh. in, on, and then you're trying to explain what and your name Steven is. And with a V. Yeah. So you, it's tagged below, by the way, if yeah. you want to follow him. Right. So we so need to work
0: on your, we're going to have to update yours next. Yeah. Year. I don't know how, but.
1: So it's really hard and that's what you have to think about. There's other things that you need to think about when coming up with your name on social media. For example, you can't have an apostrophe S. So it can't be like. Wesley's anything or um anything that needs that symbol because if you remove that symbol, then people are confused, like, well, does it have that? Does it not? Like, how do I search it? So that makes things mm-hmm. harder. So that's another thing to think about is okay, I can't have any symbols like that in in my in my name. And then the other one that a lot of people do and have done is they'll use the underscore. In their name, like, you know, Wesley underscore home, I hate underscore whatever. Because if, again, if you're verbally telling someone, it's hard for them to remember. Now, where do I put those underscores? How do I find you? Mm-hmm. Now, what is it? Because I mean, that's happened to
0: me, and I couldn't remember. Wait, where? What is right. the underscore?
1: Yeah. Where does it go? How do I find that? Or you don't want to necessarily put a dot in your name, like Wesley dot turner, because then it's, you know, you have to say that. Follow me online at Instagram at Wesley dot turner. Like mm-hmm. it just complicates things. So you want to find the easiest way to be discovered if you're looking to do it as a as a business or an influencer or, or that sort of thing. And it's really hard because, you know, you got to then go on the platform and search it to see if someone else already has that name. Because I've had a handful of ones that I really like, and I go to search them, and for some reason, they're all dog accounts. Anything with my name? (laughs) Like, I like Life with Wesley was one that I came Mm -hmm. up with. It's a dog account. Who names their dog Wesley? Is that Mm, a common? It's kind of a cute name. It is. Wesley! (laughs) Can you start calling me like yeah, that? Wesley. Come on. I'll probably come to that. Come on, boy. <laughs> so that is the things that you need to think about with your name. Now, I do like, I feel like the more updated social media names do include your name in some form. Because it gives you some identity and also... um you know, sets you apart if you have something fun. A lot but it of it makes it fun
0: to yeah. having something else.
1: Yeah, a lot of people will just use their name. I don't necessarily want to use just my name, like Wesley Turner, because then if you're scrolling and you're kind of looking, it's there's like, a lot of them too. Yeah, well, there is a lot of Wesley Turners. And then it's like, oh, well, that doesn't just seeing that name doesn't say, oh, He's a creator or a um influencer or a business or any, it doesn't really mean anything. So like having Wesley something or something Wesley, it kinda says, Oh, he does this or does that or whatever. So we're hashing out the names, but that's that's the
0: um But we managed to screw up not one but two handles. Yeah. Daniels is great. Pedal pickers. That's simple. great. Yeah. Um Dylan's isn't that great because he abbreviated about
1: Oh. Uh, so, all about he, Dill. Yeah, I mean... See, I thought the, of all about Wesley, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know. So, we'll see what it lands on um, as far as as far as far that. And, you know, there are people who have made these names work. You know, like, um, we love MB. And hers is living with MB, but there's no G on living um, there. Which, you know what? It has worked for her, and it, it's working well. But... Starting out now, if I were starting out and like, what am I going to do it? You want to make it very, very easy to understand if you're telling someone it. You don't want it to be too long so that you can post it places and that and that sort of thing. I can't
0: wait to see what I land on. Yeah, you're not going to use all about Wesley. No, is it already? Gone. Gone. <laughs> you just looked gone. it up for me. Yeah. yeah, gone.
1: The other thing is if you are wanting to get into social media doesn't matter what platform you're choosing. Cause I get asked this a lot. Once you get your name, and I would I would look and will look for me and try to have the name available on multiple platforms, such as Instagram and TikTok, so that it matches what you want it to be. Um, so your name is consistent. Cause it's almost just like a business, you're kind of creating a brand. So you mm-hmm. want it to um to match. That's the other thing with farm shenanigans. I don't have a ton of followers on Um, TikTok, I have like 28,000 or something. That's a lot. I haven't put a lot of effort in there, but farm shenanigans was already taken over there. So I had to do that one as the real farm shenanigans. So I Mm. want it, I want it to all, it's just time for an update. And Mm -hmm. I know people love the name. I love the name and it's fun, but it's time for an update. But if you are wanting to break into social media as a job, as a side hustle or that sort of thing, first of all, it's, it's never too late. Always get that, wow, so many people. It It is an industry. It's just, that would be like saying, I can't open a retail store because there's too many retail stores. Mm-hmm. There's room there, like we mentioned earlier, you're going to find your people. You got to find your people and stick to your lane. So my first number one tip after picking your name is if I were starting out, I would maybe have in my mind, this is where I want to go. Like, I want to get some type of following. Like, you have to have your goals. But the number one thing that you have to do is, A, just get on there. And B, be your authentic self. Do not try to say, I am getting on here. This is my goal. And I'm going to put out this persona.
0: And be fake, because it does not work.
1: And not that you're being fake fake, but being something you're not. You have to be 100% your natural self. Because if you aren't from the beginning, then you're getting followers who think you're one thing. And then that's really your, you know. But it's not
0: comfortable.
1: But then for you, it becomes overwhelming and too much work for you to keep up that persona.
0: It's like dressing up in a clown costume, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? If right. it's not you, that's what, what I struggled with, you know, when when you were getting me on Instagram was, you know, I was like, but, you know, it's me. I say shit. And I'm like, we'll do that you from the beginning. You have to do it. You have to be you. Be you from the beginning or...
1: It's way it's too much work, and it's not natural. It's not comfortable. It's overwhelming. Feels I've like a job. Seen a lot of people come and go because of that. Because really, they started out, especially back in the day. There was, you know, like Cotton Stem was a huge mm-hmm. home decor account. Um, she 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 quit, but there were a lot of influencers back in the day who saw her and then tried to. Emulate her. Right. And come on and do that same thing because she was being successful and they thought that's what they needed to do. But then they burned out and they're gone because that wasn't who they were. Mm -hmm. And that didn't come natural. So sign up, get your account started, but be natural. Be you, be what comes natural to you. It's just like starting a business. You're not going to go start a business copying someone other someone else's business. You might have similar products, but you're going to display them and, you know, do things your own way. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing on social media. And that's the I feel like one of the biggest mistakes that I see. Be true to you. Be true to you. And that's like for for example, with me, people ask me all the time for more recipes and things, and I'm always like, "Ah, oh, that's not really my thing." But then I like doing them what I've done is I'm like, okay, people want to see this. I'm gonna share recipes that I would literally make or that I mm-hmm. do literally make. And my recipes are very basic because and I'm not and snacky. very snacky and I'm not gonna get on there and show you how to make a cake. Make and decorate it. Yeah. Cause I guess what? Wesley is not decorating a damn cake. Not happening. Not going to pretend that I know how to do that and not going to put that out there. I'm going to show you how to throw something in a crescent roll. <laughs> or you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it very, very simple. And I need to share more recipes showing what we eat for dinner. I get asked that all the time. But our dinners are very, very, very basic, but maybe other people like that just the same way, you know, they've liked these other recipes. So that's one thing that I've gotten. I'm trying to get myself more comfortable showing because I felt like I feel like when people when you're showing recipes and stuff, they want it to be like you made this whole something fancy when I'm like, I don't bake like that. I don't cook like that. Like our dinners a lot of time are sauteed vegetables and we throw them in a wrap. And we have some cheese on them, but it's really good, you know. Or we might do potato tacos or something like that. So, again, it just goes back to being get on. It's never too late. Everyone started at zero. Um, Everyone started at zero. And if you're on there in your authentic self and showing that, you will gain a following of your people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: However, Mr. Merck, you're not going to gain a following of your people if you are not on there regularly as in daily
0: consistency is key consistently and i'm bad about it and you're very bad about yep, it yeah mm-hmm. and i'm good at it i really like it now mhm it's now i just have to be consistent yeah but you've been saying that since january
1: and we're already in september I know. yeah i know and you haven't gotten consistent i know you have had good intentions but it hasn't yeah, happened i yeah. know um but that's fine you're also not moping around saying i don't have this following or followers yeah. or i'm not because you know your problem because yeah i know why is not growing right it's my fault so you got to get your name right You got to get on there, be you, and then you got to post consistently. And then if you are doing it for, again, to be an influencer or a creator or a business, whatever you want to call it, and you've probably heard this, but that is what that page is for. Do not post anything else. Like, don't post your kids swimming at the Mm -hmm. swimming pool and then you, whatever your niche is, like decorating, home decor, or you might be, um, you know, doing a clothing or you could be doing exercising, whatever your wellness account, whatever your account is, um, could be beauty. Don't confuse your follower. Like if they are following you because you're a beauty account, they're expecting beauty content.
0: They don't want to see your children.
1: They don't want to see your children. And that's, you sounds can throw bad, your children it. in as, as you get a, bigger following and people want to know you more personally. Or put it
0: in your stories. Or you can do
1: it in your stories. Hey, I'm with my kids. We're doing this and that you can show glimpses of that. But if they look at your page where you have your posted squares, your photos, or it could be reels or whatever, they don't want to see if you're doing beauty, they don't want to see a makeup tutorial. And then your kid doing something.
0: That needs to and be your consistent dog. too. Right. That needs, needs to, to your be. Your page needs to have a consistency to that as right. well. And, um, I'll ta- I'll add to this um because I, everybody knows I do have a real estate business mm-hmm. on the side. And so I had a real estate page,
1: right, a real estate
0: Instagram account. Uh, yeah. If you're out there, if you're a professional real- realtor or any professional services like that, but and I'll I'll pick on realtors for a minute because it was I did it. No no one's going to follow you outside <laughs> see of what?
1: to see what house you're posting that no, no.
0: They don't because you can go to Zillow, you can go to realtor.com, you can and do see all all that. the houses. So, do you know how many clients I've gotten from my from my real my real estate Instagram? Zero. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many millions I've sold off my Instagram account? That's just your Keep it people that connect with me, right? Because they see your house. Oh, he has good taste. They see
1: you're doing this. Oh, I trust him. They've made that. And connection. then
0: I throw in every now and then when I tour or I list an amazing, you know, multi million dollar home, I'll throw that in there, right? Just to share it with my followers. But you're not selling it. I'm there. not selling it there. You're showing it. You're I'm showing, showing Ooh, it. look
1: at this in this pretty. I'm
0: showing it. Yeah. So, I I get lots of business right. from a lot of out of state business.
1: It's all about how you present it. Is what is exactly what it is because you present even though the house might be for sale. Mm-hmm. And if someone is in the market for a house and they like
0: that house, mm-hmm. they'll contact you. Yeah, you don't need to say this is. I don't need for to sale. describe it. I don't need right. to give that whole MLS rundown. Right, that.
1: they'll contact you. But when you broaden it and say, "Let me show you this gorgeous house." Mm-hmm. Then it appeals to everyone. Everyone likes to walk mm-hmm. through and see someone's house. Not everyone's in the market for a house. but That doesn't mean they don't want to see it. So and, that's what you're doing there is you're broadening the connection with the audience. And so they're going, oh, we're walking. Look at this house Steven's walking through. It's so gorgeous. Oh, look at that. Look at that. The handful, if someone's interested, like I said, will contact you. And then the other people who aren't interested may not be in the market for a house at the time will tuck it away in their memory. Oh, I'm now two years later, I'm in the market for a house. Let me contact Steven. Mm-hmm. He's always showing gorgeous houses. Mm-hmm. I want something like that.
0: And I feel like like everybody has has those few extra attributes that make them stand out from mm-hmm. the rest. Mine are, you know, I can I'm I'm a good designer. Right. And people know that, so right. I can look at I can look at a big turd of a house and say, <laughs> you know, if we do this and we do this and we do this, this will be gorgeous, right? But at the same time, I'm also have been a business owner for many years, so I look at it as an investment, right? And and I'm not just trying to sell you because s- you
1: will say to people, well, this house needs this, this, and this, and you're really not going to get your money back, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be on it. If you do need to sell it within yeah. the next 10 or 15 so years. So I
0: feel like my followers know I'm upfront and I'm going to say this is not a good investment for you. And it all depends on how long you're going to be there. If they're like, we're going to live here for 20 plus years, well, you can pretty much do what the hell you want to do. You're right. going to get your money back out unless you are just spending a crazy amount. But I feel like it tells your story, even if you're, I don't know, if you're a cake decorator. You need to show your whole style, Ooh. image, your whole story of who you are. So they're connecting with
1: you. Not just a cake. Right. You got to go. You got to tell the story. Mm-hmm. You got to make the connection. Yeah, you can have pretty cakes and just post mm-hmm. a pretty, but they won't, people want to see. That's a great example. If you're a cake decorator, you can't just show the pretty cake. Mm-hmm. You got to show. The tablescape. And you got to show the process of making the cake. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell your secrets. Mm-mm. You can edit and show this, but you can say, you know, you can do a, a reel. Mm-hmm. Let me show you this cake that took me eight hours to make. Mm-hmm. I started with this, and you can, you know, take them on the journey, mm-hmm. the connection. Share your art.
0: Right. Because it, 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 what you do, what it, all of us do is an art, and right. you have to, it's as a platform to share that art. Right. And I do see
1: people who, with home decor, who are wanting to grow their accounts. I'm watching them not grow at all because they're talented Mm -hmm. and they have pretty things. But all they'll do is style something, take a picture, write a description, and they're done. Well, you're just looking at another picture. Mm -hmm. The world is jumbled with another picture. Mm-hmm. There was no journey. There was no mm-hmm. connection. There was no, this is what I'm going to do or how I got here or anything like that. So their accounts, mm-hmm. accounts don't grow any because it's it's just... Just another... Just noise. It's yeah. just another pretty picture. Might as well be Pinterest. Right. And so you have to have that connection to get people to want to follow you. You got to show up in stories, whether you want to or not. You got to show mm-hmm. your face. And if you're not willing to do that, and that's what I think some like accounts that want to be influencers need to hear. If you're not going to be the face and you're not going to show up and Mm -hmm. do it in stories, you're not going to make it. Stop Mm -hmm. now and -hmm. put your efforts into something else. Put your efforts into being a Pinterest person Mm -hmm. because there are people who make really good money off of Pinterest and you don't ever have to show your face. Mm -hmm. Find what works for you. It goes back to being being natural and original. If you are going to dread getting up and having a camera in your face every day and that's not your thing, if that's going to feel like work, just do not start it because you are wasting valuable time and effort where you could be growing some
0: other platform. But it can be fun if you'll just put yourself out there. Right. Because I was, I went kicking and screaming and I, I really enjoy it. Now. Yeah. Like, it's fun. To if me. you do it, I mean, I would say if you're wondering, well, will I like it or not?
1: Do it consistently every day for three weeks. Showing up doing videos of yourself doing stories and make it fun make it fun make it who you are and if after that you're still dreading it and not comfortable then it's probably not for you
0: and if you if you're southern and you own it yeah we have, do
1: you have that southern accent you can own we do it. yeah I mean so, Wesley
0: uh, Ray owns his from Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> and I Wesley own my from six miles South Carolina
1: I know it's you know I thought about using Wesley Ray. Wesley Ray. I don't know. We'll see where this um gets. But I feel like we're getting a little long. So that's a good intro. I think we need to do a part two on about posting and tips and even for listeners who aren't on the influencer creator side how you can help your favorite influencers mm-hmm. and creator and what things really mean you that's probably, a good idea you probably hear you know us beg you like hey go like, comment, share save this, but I'd love to give like the insight, the behind the scenes of what that, that really does, but I think that's a good intro, so to recap, if you want to get on social media, it's never too late start now, be yourself pick a good name that when you say it out loud, everyone can understand understand like don't make it too complicated to spell don't put hyphens in it underscores in it dots in it nothing it needs to be very easy to understand and then make sure from day one you are who you are or it becomes a job that you don't want to fight with you want it to be natural and easy also make sure you're showing up regularly posting regularly in stories regularly connecting with people and sticking to what you want your account to be. You need to have some idea of what you want your account to be as you're getting started. Not that you can't ebb and flow and bring in other things, but do you want to be a beauty account or do you not want to deal with beauty every day? Do you want to be showing apparel or do you not want to dress up every day? Do you want to show home decor or are you going to get tired of decorating? You know, so that's the the tips on getting started for your social media do's and don'ts. I need a pit stop. Are you? Uh, yes, I amazing. got a TT. I know. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of Who's Driving. We'll definitely do a part two to social media.
0: Yeah, that'd be a. Good and one. we need it. We need to remind ourselves of things. Ourselves of things too. It's true. It is.
1: Don't forget to leave us a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really helps us out. And also, remember that you can tap the show notes and get links to our social medias. Maybe mine will be changed by now. It should be. It will. should be. So you can find my new name there. But if you're already following, it, you won't notice any difference. And call
0: our hotline if you have any any info.
1: Yep. And you can follow Steven at Keeping Up With Stephen. No G in the name. And he spells it with a V. So see how complicated that is. How about you just How about you just tap down there and you can have the direct link and text us and call us on our hotline. It's also in the show notes, but it's 864-982-5029 and we'll see you next week. Thanks y'all.